Why Watch That is a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. Why Watch That producer here, and just in time for the Oscars, we are going to do a highlight episode about favorite moments from the Best Picture nominees. If you want to hear the full episodes, visit our website, whywatchthat.com. But for now, stay tuned for our highlights from the nominees. Ford v. Ferrari. What do you think, Ref? Do you want to review first or should I? Well, if you really want my off-the-cuff thoughts, you can always go to our um, YouTube channel. I was able to review it in full. You know exactly what I thought after I left the theater (laughs) um, to see it. But I will say this. You, we were talking earlier, talking about other race movies. And when you see a V, when you see the word Ford versus Ferrari, I think, um, you know, John Bernthal's character is right. There's a feeling that comes with Ferrari, fast, luxury, you know, swag, that kind of thing. And Ford is more dependable, reliable, family oriented. And when you put them versus one another, oh, you think you're about to go on some serious crazy wild roller coaster ride and the fact of the matter is we don't in this movie there are like i said before some race scenes there are three in total uh, well four if you count the beginning scene and the last two i would say were well shot it was thriving. I was excited. It felt good. The music was great. Everything seemed to lock into place. But then you have all the space in between the races. And it's a lot of space. And what we ultimately have here is a story about an outsider, Christian Bale, who's connected somehow to a greater purpose, so he speaks, so he thinks, Ford winning this race for America, even though he's English. And the question is, at the end of this experience, what did I just see? Mm. What was I What was I supposed to root for? Who was I supposed to root for? Who's the bad guy? Who's the good guy? Who, who makes off the best in this movie? Who doesn't? Who gets away with it? I, you know, it's, it was a lot of ingredients and I'm not sure if it all meshed well together. Like I said in the early review, shave off the last 20 minutes of the movie. And I think it would have been tighter if we would have just ended with the race. But instead, we go two extra scenes, lengthy, big scenes, that I feel, to be honest with you, as I said, Oscar bait. It was there's a, a dramatic scene at the end where someone cries and someone vows to do this and that and someone tries to make amends and you know say how important someone is and 
And you're just sort of like, eh, I don't know if I needed this. But I will say that Christian Bale and Matt Damon and especially Tracy Lenz did an exceptional job. Uh, 15 bucks? It depends. Do you feel like uh, going for a ride or not? The Irishman. Is this the best of Scorsese's work? No. Does it trump Goodfellas and Casino? No. Does that matter? No. Will you enjoy it? Yes. Will the three and a half hours be worth it? Yes. I was fine in the theater for three and a half hours at the crack of dawn. I mean, I was fine. If that's true for me, I'm a night owl. Then I can only imagine what normal people will think. Now, the final question is this. <laughs> well, well, there I you say, heard it. <laughs> what I should say is what the other 70% thinks, because 30% of people are night owls. So here we go. <laughs> so it is an homage to what we love from Scorsese. It is an homage to these wonderful actors that we've loved over the years. And are you going to see it in a theater? Well, here's what you should ask yourselves. How do you want to see a Scorsese film? When a Scorsese film comes out, what do you think? Do you think I've got to go out to the theater to see it? Or do you go, hmm, I could, or I could watch it at home. I'm cool with that. However you respond to that question, is the way that you should take this in. Because Martin Scorsese, the great Martin Scorsese himself said at the press conference that he had to consider that this was gonna be on people's TVs. <laughs> this is the world we're in now, oh my goodness. So to end it, if you don't see it in the theater, which it will look great, it's a Scorsese film, it will work. Is there an intermission? There wasn't one at the New York Film Festival. Okay, so plan accordingly. But if you wanna wait to see it on Netflix, at home, just make sure you have a decent TV to look at. And here's the great thing about The Irishman. The way the story is told, you can pause and come back and be fine. It is episodic, you'll be fine doing that. You can take your time with it, you can enjoy it. Will you laugh? Yes, you will. Will you have other reactions? Yes, you will. The only thing I have to say about it that I would have changed, Ref, is I would have tightened it a hair just a hair, I would have made it three hours instead of three and a half, but that's a minor gripe. The Irishman is here. It's just, it's like putting on your favorite sweater again and feeling oh so good about it. Jojo Rabbit. And so the thing about Jojo Rabbit, if you choose to go see it this weekend, is that if you're gonna watch it, I would suggest watching it in the eyes and light of Taika Watiti, Watiti, Watiti. <laughs> Watch it in his eyes, because if you go in and making it personal and acting like it's real, and you know how dare he make light of the situation? I think the point is to make light of it, and not light of it as in it's the point is people are making light of 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 some of the hate groups that are out there today. And how easy it is to slip into, how ridiculous it is. And I thought it was very smart to do it in the eyes of a child. Because a child will believe anything. A child will have anybody be his hero. And a child doesn't do things because they believe, oh, this is the right thing. It believes because they were told. And so I think that if you choose to go see it, realize that you're not seeing somebody who's making fun of the Holocaust or making fun of 
the terrible things or making light of it, but instead he's asking us to examine just how easy it is for something of this nature to come to pass if we don't truly look at what we're doing and see who our heroes are and why there are heroes and why we do the things that we do. Why do we choose to do the things we do? Now, I will say it's a rough, a little rough movie, meaning it d- dives in and out of genres. So it is satire, but then to his detriment, I think, he's decided to take some serious turns and it all, it didn't, it didn't land. He even, he even had elements of horror um, especially when we're introduced to the little girl on the walls. So yeah, I wasn't ready to take the turns with him all the way, but by the time I got to the end of it, I thought it was an experience and I did appreciate him for the experience. And certainly you will be talking. Joker. I was like, get to Joker already. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, true, true. Get there. I mean, get to him. Let's just see how... What happens when you just go full on? And once he started to be playful with Joker, because that's who Joker is, then it really started to take shape, but it was really too late. That is at the very tail, 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 tail end of the movie. Hmm. So my my suggestion is this. You're going to go see it. I know you. I know you listeners, because everybody's hype and talking about it. It's the They're calling it the performance of the century or I'm not I'm not the century, the decade, which, okay, that's been thrown out there. It's the best thing that's ever happened to comic book, best performance. I will stand by Heath Ledger's Joker, not to compare, but I'd rather stand by that. But this is all the accolades that is coming our way. It, the award season will be, of course, will be a huge talking point um, when it comes to Joker and Joaquin Phoenix in particular. But I will say this. Don't go in blindly. Don't go in in the dark. Go with your eyes wide open and see if if the Joker is, if Joker, excuse me, is something that really deserves all of what it's getting or was it just risky? I'll leave it with this. It wasn't boring. But I did want more for the payment that I had to pay. And that payment was watching someone who was who had no redeeming qualities at all. And I gave mm. more than an hour of my life, an hour more than an hour and a half of my life watching someone go down a spiral when he was already there. Oh, wow. Now just so you know the name of the condition where you have inappropriate laughing or crying is pseudobulbar effect. Yes, and he, Joaquin Phoenix, studied that intensely mm-hmm. and um, shaped his 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 laughing fits off of that. To me, it just seemed really, really forced. But I also don't know much about that condition. So yeah, so that's what it's called, PBA for short. Little women. Overall, I said I will say it's a pleasant experience. It's a wonderful Christmas movie. If you want to venture out after all the ungiftings and eating, this is a great movie to take the family. I, I wasn't. A, I don't think anybody will be really offended by anything. Um, yeah. I would say you can take. Um, I would go as young as ten for girls. 
maybe a little older for boys if you decide to do that, but the whole family will enjoy this. I wasn't blown away, I won't say that. I wasn't like, oh my gosh. I will say I was blown away by those costumes. I mean, the costumes alone deserve its own thing. Mm. Um, I, and again, I wasn't blown away by this, but I also wasn't bored by it, or I wasn't, there weren't, it kept moving along. It did slow down a little bit in Paris when we get there, but other than that, um, oh, oh, I do have to add this one thing and I'm completely done. When you, when I, I tried to watch it without all of the previous experiences that I've had, both written and other TV shows and a movie, I will say the um, there is a culminating relationship between two characters that to me weren't exactly warranted, meaning I, we didn't arrive there. I, I'm like, why? Are, they came out looking as major jerks, in my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. oh, how could you do this? And we didn't see little nuggets kind of planted toward this culmination of this particular relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about if you've mm-hmm. experienced other renditions of this. So I really wasn't sold on that, but the other relationship that comes to be, I was like, that's nice. I like how that played out. So there you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, I, I just taking just what you said and, and giving my perspective. Uh, it, also another thing you said here, Greta has really made Joe the center yes. of both timelines. And I think a as a result, you see it through her eyes. Yes. So that relationship that happens smacks you the way it smacks her. Uh, now, the question is, is that successful or not? Um, I wasn't bothered by it. And here's the other thing. It, you were kind of hinting at it. Marriage Story. Marriage Story to me was this... We, I felt like that I was the wanted an often unwanted spectator. Mm. It There were moments of just what happens when a couple who truly did love and respect one another, when that starts to dissolve um, logistically, mm. what you can imagine what would happen. And some of the moments I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. And then some of the moments I was a little uncomfortable. <laughs> Because I was like, should I be watching this? I feel like this is super personal. And um, you just, I sort of wanted to like creep away a little bit and go, ooh, I should should respectfully look away. And I think that's that's part of the triumph of Marriage Story is that they do go into, it's, it's, I think we can let this out of the bag because you, you already alluded to it. Modern day marriage stories isn't so much about the marriage. It is about what goes into the divorce. Mm. and that journey there and it really was an interesting commentary on the divorcing process now i'm not going to say whether they do divorce or not you'll have to kind of watch it to see but the journey there on their way it's very costly and i'm so glad that um the director was was noah was able to dance between comedy in that because it Mm could have been really ugly and really um disturbing so um, I definitely was glad that there was comedic. Um, this is what we talked about offline. The, the, the performances, I thought everybody was outstanding. There's no one I'm going to talk about. I think you may talk about, you know, some things. But I just, I felt like the performances, like Laura Dern was a lawyer yet again, but she was not a Renata. She was beyond no. Renata. <laughs> she was like was Renata's therapist yes. lawyer. <laughs> but 
no, I, no, 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 no. I say she's Renata's mentor. Wiser. Yes. yes. Mentor. Like, this is who Renata <laughs> goes to get calm with, but still mm-hmm. the sting is there. And again, we're talking about Renata from um, Big Little Lies on HBO, <laughs> Laura Dern's famous uh, performance in that. Ray Liotta is exactly why you had everybody was perfectly cast in my opinion but I will have to say as lovely of a time I was having we could have shaved off about 20 respectfully was shaved it wasn't like oh my gosh I really want to get out of this theater I can't believe they're doing this to me it was if they if he gave a respectful 20 minute shave off of this this would have been Everybody, I mean, already the critics are going on about it, but I think when you watch it at home, if you don't venture out, this that would have made it a worthy theatrical experience if you were to just shave about 20 seconds off. All in all, I say, I say, why not watch it in the theater? I think it's a good alternative. It's not too, too heavy. There are some heavy moments, like we won't, maybe you'll talk about it, but I'm not gonna, there is a moment in every marriage that dissolves, that some ugly things are done and said, and they don't shy away from that. But I think it's a great experience in the theater. Yeah, I completely agree with you with the 20 minutes, especially. I think um, the comedy worked better than the drama. Um, I think, you know what it is, Ref, in the drama for me, it was too much talking. Mm. And the best dramatic moments were when it wasn't a lot of talking. You'll see what that is in the 1917. The cinematography is amazing. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. The sound, all of that, all, everything they oh. did technically is just wonderful to watch. And, and that's why this is gonna be nominated, uh, but it probably won't win the big stuff because of what I said. Maybe it'll win for cinematography, things like that. Maybe sound, who knows what they'll do. But outside of that, it won't just because everything didn't quite gel together. Uh, that's what I'll say. I enjoyed it. Um, I could have enjoyed it more. Uh, but if we think about movies overall this year, I'd put it in the top 10. Listen, for 1917, this would have been one of the greatest movies of the decade. I will say that. No, I will say that. Yeah. I will say it. It would have been one if that first, up until you get to, when lis- listeners, you'll know that moment if you see it. You get to where the whole movie's circumstance, everything about the movie changes because of an event. Up until that point, the now what the critic was alluding to is when you experiencing was this. Usually when you're in a movie, and Roger is, he's the cinematographer is so famous for this. Usually when you're in a movie, the movie is shot straight on. So we are watching the actors, we're watching um, the content happen. You, as a watcher, you're seeing it happen. It's not happening to you. You're seeing, you know, if there's gunfire, you're seeing where it comes from because the camera will go to the vantage point of the gunfire. This vantage point is if you're playing a video game, and I wanted to say that specifically. Mm. If you're playing a video game and you're the character playing it, you when you're going around the corner, you don't know what's there. That's this movie. The, the You don't get the vantage point of where things are happening besides 
the character it's happening to, if that makes any sense. So the element of surprise is masterfully done by Sam Mendes. Nobody can take that part away from him. And I will echo what you said. There is a particular, another moment at night that happens to one of the characters. He has to go and hide himself in a specific situation. And he is met by a specific situation. Mm. And you're not expecting for this woman and this other thing to be there. And what happens there, sort of like, you kind of forget you're in the movie with the circumstances. Yeah, with the war. (laughs) Right. And that's, I'm not saying that's a good thing. Right. So you get all these different highs and lows. I will say this. The first 45 minutes of this movie is brilliant. Hmm. There is a take that is clocked at 25 minutes. Hmm. One of the longest takes that we've seen from Sam Mendes, certainly, and from Roger. It literally, they said they had to shoot it. If if one person messed up, they would have to go back and do the whole thing, Hmm. like theater. So it really was brilliant. It doesn't always pay off, but the overall experience pays off, if that makes any sense. I say run to the theater, run, run, run. Even the lulls were good enough to um, get you. I I don't want to knock this actor because he's an up and coming actor, but I don't know if I, am I gonna go on record and say this? Yes. Of the two that were kind of the focus in the beginning, I was more drawn to one of them in particular and would have liked to have seen other things happen that mm-hmm. happened to that actor. Mm-hmm. So to me, the front man, um, I, had to, I had to work with him a lot. Once upon a time in Hollywood. It's really a love letter a beautiful homage to the old Hollywood that Quentin grew up in. He was born he was born in in Kentucky but raised in LA. And we we'll, we'll, you'll see the streets of LA uh, transform into the old streets of old Hollywood. I mean, we know that Quentin Tarantino's a purist, so when you go see it, there's definitely um, where it's being shot is where it is. There's no green screen going on. You get a little bit of the Playboy Mansion and and all of those wonderful things. Now, I'm dipping into how I feel about this movie, and it is this. I saw it in Hollywood mm, at the famous Arclight Theater mm, in 35 millimeter. mm, No Mm. digital for me. And it was really a beautiful experience. All two hours and 41 minutes of it. It was beautiful experience. However, (laughs) I believe it was beautiful because it was Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Because it was Leonardo DiCaprio. Good gracious. They're back together. Because it was Brad Pitt. They're back together. Because it was Margot Robbie. Because we saw Al Pacino. Because we saw Scoot Bay. You know, all these people. It was because of that. Now you take the story, remove it from the person who wrote it and directed it. And it's, you know, you're kind of like, okay. We've seen some of these plot twists before. I'll say that. Mm. Okay. All right. At the end of the day, it's Quentin Tarantino's ninth film. Do you want to see it at home? Or do you want to be in a theater to see it and say that you did? Well, I wanted to be in a theater. I wanted it to be 35 millimeter. 
I wanted to say I was able to do that and I was not disappointed. The only thing is, if I do watch it again, at home, <laughs> with my television, without all the hoopla, without all the, the to-do, and knowing full well what happens, will I watch it again? Not so sure about that. Mm. Parasite. I will say this. The whole, the, let's say the first hour, when they were building in this family trying to infiltrate the wealthy family. It was funny. It I, was humorous. Oh my, I loved it. I love that kind of thing. The scheming, the, the whole thought process of it. I like the writing. And this, by the way, of course, you have to read subtitles. I enjoyed reading the subtitles. Yeah. Like you said, I the humor was there. It all made sense. It was it was just well edited, well shot, because uh, Bong Joon-ho, remember everybody, uh, directed Snowpiercer. So you're gonna get the aesthetic. But when the major shift happens, I felt like they popped the balloon. I could feel it in the room, Ref. Yes, me too. You could feel people kind of shift and go, okay, where am I going? And for the rest of the movie, that's the question. It's like, where exactly are you taking me and why? Why did we have to go here? Why? The first movie was the movie. Yeah. This is the movie right there. It's just like the, the, the I think it was last year, Ref, we loved uh, the movie. Was that Korean too? Shoplifters? Shoplifters. It, I, it wasn't that kind of movie, but I had the feeling like, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a foreign film that could make it. Right. And then the, the second half, it was ridiculous. It was crazy. Oh, long. Was happening. When people laughed, first of all, the laughter died down. But when it happened, it was kind of a shock laugh, not a laugh laugh. And I just don't know that in the end, it was worth all of that. I really just wish that they had stuck with the first idea because that was enough for an entire film. Yes. Ugh. So, I mean, what I would say to you is this, if you're an art house type, you have to see this, you have to. Uh, if you're not, you don't have to go to the movies to see it. Uh, it does look great on the big screen. Can you wait if you're interested to watch it from home if it becomes available that way? You can. Um, and again, just know the first hour, if you're liking it, it's going to change. Yes. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea. And we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.